All right, good evening and welcome in the Therese Paler Show with Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer and the host of the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast, Therese Paler. He is Ron the Show Hughley. I'm Josh Vernier. We're with you until 7 o'clock. Therese, let's get right to it. It's on to the AFC Championship game. But first, let's look back at that victory over the Colts. As you put it, it is a new day in Kansas City. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like we spent all week last week talking about how this could go wrong, why it might go wrong. I still picked them to win, but I thought it would be negligent to not acknowledge the problems that the Colts could cause. Turns out, show, Bob had it. Bob's got it. Bob had it. That defense was fantastic, man. The Chiefs surrendered the fewest points of any team during during divisional round weekend. 31st-ranked defense in the NFL. 31st-ranked run defense as well. Stood up against a Colts offensive line that should have been able to establish itself in the cold. Um, no real good explanation for it other than they had two weeks to prepare. See, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. I talked to some guys in the room after. That was what they said. Like, there was a lot of tape watching. And what Indy does, and this is a good point, what they do is not that complicated. They just out-execute teams. But if you give a team two weeks rest with time for their bodies to heal and two weeks to kind of get their scheme down, the Chiefs had a lot, had a pretty good beat on a lot of their stuff. And we have to appreciate and give them respect for that. So individuals like D4, Justin Houston, Chris Jones having big games on Saturday, none of that is surprising. With what you said there, am I led to believe that the reason why Ward and Lucas and other guys that naughty, yeah, Bob Sutton deserves the yeah. lion's share of that for putting them in position? Mm. No, no, the players deserve it. The players are out there playing against that big line. But the scheme was good, man. Um, you know, guys like Hitch played better. Like, that matters. Uh, Shaverius Ward was, a very, was very good. Um, you know, hey, look. Even Steve Nelson had a play on what was it, the third down right before halftime that ended up being the missed field goal, the fade ball in the corner, incomplete. You know, that's little stuff like that. The Chiefs were great situationally. I had a stat where, like, <laughs> the Chiefs had, like, racked up 274 yards and, like, 18 first downs before Indy got one. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, you know, Frank Reich after the game was taught, would just look stunned. He was just stunned. He couldn't believe kind of what happened and so often that kind of been Andy Reid in that game you know for the Chiefs fans I thought this is a soul cleansing win the curse is over you know we don't have to talk about 111 anymore they've won in the divisional round at home it's a new day your quarterback's a star um, a player that the league wants to get on the national stage got a lot going for you I think it's okay to just kind of Hope for the best and expect it now. Well, I, I, I am glad, Vern, that you kicked this off with the the number one story of the game, which was the defense. I I, I think Pat I mean, I don't that was the that was the best part of it to me was I don't really think the defense I said this earlier today, I don't think the defense has really helped out Pat very much this year. But they they allowed him in his first playoff game, whether you thought there was any added pressure or anything, it was his first playoff game. And that weather, the way it was coming. And they di- they set the tone to where he didn't have to be Superman. Like he didn't he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to I mean to, he yeah. didn't he didn't have to and it he was, was early. He didn't have to go like in the Super Saiyan mode, you know, but he still had a pretty important moment. Um 
the the block punt, yes. right? That I mean, hey, you know, everybody's kind of like, ah. <laughs> the coach blocked the punt. It's like, oh, boy, here we go. All of a sudden, it's 17-7. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, the Colts have enough time to get the ball back if they get a three and out. And what did Mahomes do? It was, yo, that next drive, very first play, Reed dialed up some sort of concept, got re- got Kelsey streaking over the middle, pew, 30 yards, five straight completions later, and yeah, Patrick Mahomes runs it in for a touchdown. All is right for the world. All is right with the world. And then, and I thought this is what really kind of solidified it, the greatest kicker of all time, mm. somehow missing a 23-yard field goal. It was your day. 23-yard field goal from the greatest kicker ever who once made a field goal from 40-something yards in worse conditions than that, a more clutch kick. <laughs> it's hard to explain it other than to say, that type of break for the Chiefs was overdue. How about the Sammy Watkins fumble at the end of the third quarter? Maybe another moment where it's kind of like, eh, you know, what's going to happen here? Andrew Luck gets sacked, fumble, recovered by the Chiefs. That's how the Chiefs' defense helped. Not only were they outstanding to start the game, finally, like we've been asking for, like finally when they need, they when the offense needed them to be bailed out, they, they found a way to do it by creating a turnover. They they didn't score in the third quarter. The Chiefs. They yeah. didn't score until yeah. well into the fourth, finally. And the, 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 the and the game was over. Like, they just shut it down. You said the, mo- the least amount of points, and that's with a special team score <laughs> that the defense didn't even allow. I Like, to me, I said this earlier, and I don't know how you feel about this, Therese. It was the most shocking it may have been right up there, top five most shocking outcomes uh, of of the season to me, of anything. With that oh, coach yeah. team, that the way that coach team was rolling in yeah. with that offensive line, how they ran the ball against Houston and the Saints were the number one defenses, run defenses in the league, and they just ran it down their throat with Mac, Mac last week. The Cowboys were a good defense. They 23-zipped them yeah. a couple weeks ago. It, that performance from the defense, because – I want to get this up. They were they weren't just dominant, like for Chiefs dominant. You know, like you know, if there was a Chiefs, you know, sometimes you know, hey man, if Lando comes out and gives up five catches, for 50 yeah, we'll yards, take that. We'll yeah. take that. No, they were as good as the Bears were against the Rams. Yeah. The Ravens were against the Chargers. They were Super Bowl good. Yes, yes. I Super agree. Bowl good. They had to carry a team good. Yeah, I mean that's what it's gonna take from here on out. This is amazing. They're only two more wins away now, you know, from the the ultimate prize. And, um, you know, this is one of the reasons you're glad this game is here. Like, this is one of the reasons you're glad that this next game is not up at that remote place where phones don't work for some reason. Like, I'm just telling you, like, this is going to be a this is going to be easier place to win now. And uh, doesn't mean it's going to be easy that, you know, the Patriots have gotten better since they beat you in October. But now that the, the, the curse is off the back the fans everyone's kind of believing you know they're gonna people should be able to enter that game cheering full-throated you know knowing that you know there's no boogeyman around the corner you know that you know even if something bad happens okay that is still like the start of a new era right because like if it was like the true boogeyman they would have lost on saturday it was snowing it was the colts you know like that's the kind of game where it's like uh here come those old Coast, you know, Chiefs, you know, playoff ghosts. Nah, man, that's gone. If they lose on Sunday, it'll be because 
They got beat by a team that was better that day. And from a football standpoint, you can handle that. You can get better at it. it, it Andy Reid has done a nice job eliminating some of the bad history this town's had to live through in the last 23 years. He's created some of it, too. But at the end of the day, he's got this, this city. It's only two football playoff wins in the last 23 years. So, you know, I, I just think that this – it was a big win just for the franchise. Clark Hunt, who we really don't see a whole lot, you know, after games or whatever, he kind of walks through the locker room and, you know, he congratulates guys when he's out of there, was lingering. I was like the last guy in the locker room. He was right there waiting to say something to D4, just – Happy as could be, you know, just uh Well after you heard D was okay with the franchise tag. <laughs> yeah. A little bit cooler with D Ford. Yeah. yeah, they're one wit away from me going to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it, it was just a pretty interesting moment, a pretty cool moment to see. I d I I did want it to show's gonna be in trouble if he goes to Atlanta. Oh God. Yeah, I, he I just, been, he just did a, a little shimmy. He I just, haven't been to Atlanta. Yeah. I haven't been to Atlanta yet. Yeah, I, mean, I know what you got on your mind. I love my wife. I know you're listening, honey. I love you. I'm going to church. Um, oh, yeah, you going to church, all right. Magic City. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ah. I'm going to Creflo Dollar. Yeah. No, no, I did. We talked about last week. We said. You need to pack the, a lot of dollars. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be packing a lot of dollars. The Let's difference that, is, but. you stop this. What time is it? Are they in the car? <laughs> you stop this. No, we talked about last week how how Pat was going to handle the cover yeah. two and the yeah. blitzing techniques of the yeah. of, of of the Colts because they confused Deshaun. I'm just yeah, curious completely. from you. What was the single biggest reason that the Chiefs seemed to destroy? <laughs> That was it. Mahomes. It was the quarterback. Okay. Is there's a pretty big difference between Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, and there's a pretty big difference between Andy Reid as a play caller and Bill O'Brien too. Okay. So you know, hey, you got Andy Reid dialing up every zone beater in the world, and then Patrick Mahomes, the one throw that made like all of football Twitter just like, you know, like that one throw like away from (laughs) sidearm like. He curved it around a guy. <laughs> like, what you supposed to do about that? And look, we always – I kind of knew the Colts were going to stick with their zone stuff. When you're that predominantly zone, like, you don't change what you do for a guy. And their problem is, like, you can't really go zone against this guy. Like, he'll just destroy it. And that's what the Chiefs did. Like, you, his, his second reaction ability to make throws off platform while running around is second to none. And – it, 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 he doesn't need much time or space to slice, slice up his own. He was the biggest difference. I know we had to go to break. One of the things that I saw, though, was I thought the offensive line was were, maybe yeah. number two with the reason. Like, I don't feel like That's he, fine. Yeah. I don't feel like he had to run around that much. Yeah. And they, they were, they, they were in good. the run game and in protection for the most part, they seemed to, I mean, the previous week, the Colts on their their edge rushes, they were getting blitzes and getting home and hitting Deshaun. I felt like that was a big point of a difference too, also with the offensive line. No, oh, yeah, they were great, and uh, you know they really kind of paved the way for Damian Williams. I mean, the Chiefs ran for 180 yards, man. Like, and Damian Williams, man, he ran hard. Like that guy ran hard. Like that dude was getting after it. He. He was running like the Colts took his money from him, which they kind of did. But, um, you know, it, it. he had good blocking, right? But really promising performance by a team that we kind of needed to see that from, right? Like, I feel like we needed to see that 
from this team this week to win, and that's what they did. Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer Therese Paler. The Therese Paler Show turns its attention to the New England Patriots in the AFC title game when we get back. Welcome back to the Therese Paler Show. Hosted by Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer and the host of the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast. He'll be there. He'll be there in Atlanta for the Super Bowl. There's a uh, lot going on. Especially in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Show no. I don't know. Oh, you, I would love to. You know. lie. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been to Atlanta. I lived in Nashville five years, Show, never made the trip. If Eugene Robinson yeah, yeah. can get caught up. <laughs> sure you didn't. I know you can get caught up. <laughs> They got you. No way, son. No, they. I can't believe they got Eugene. They can get you too. Just be careful. Well, of them, let them get me. So, Therese, is it is it house money for the Chiefs moving forward? Patriots you know, coming to town, really but it's the home that. game. You're the I favorite. I can't really say that. No, nah, this home. It was this was house money for the Colts this last week. No one expect. Now you're the number one seed. You got that monkey off your back. People here, they want to see you go the whole way, man. I, I don't feel like it's house money. I don't feel like a loss is the end of the world. Right. I think a lot of people are still like, yo, what a great season. We got the league MVP. We finally dead at the playoff horrors, you know, Bobby Yaga, all that. It's like, yeah, we'll be all right. But, like, I don't feel like it's just no stakes here. Like, this is huge, man. Um, I mean, God, the Chiefs haven't been to a Super Bowl in 50 years. Like, that's, that's a huge accomplishment, just getting there. And for Andy Reid, you know, God, it's been 13 years. You know, this is a big deal for him, man. Like, hey. You want to talk about legacy, you know, Andy Reid's legacy here, too. He, Andy Reid wins a Super Bowl as a head coach. He's in the Hall of Fame. No question. Like, dude, that's it. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, he might get in anyway. Like, But, but like, he kind of needs that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he be, then he becomes a no-doubter with all the coaches he's bred, um, the way that he's kind of ushered in this new era of offensive football with the creativity and college style. Like, he's been at the forefront of all of that. And he's going to have a great – Hall of Fame case if he can just win one. You know, God, his protégés have won one. Like, it's, you know, Matt Nagy might win one in the next couple of years. Like, this is a pretty big deal for Andy. So, yeah, not house money, but not the end of the world either. It's just a big game. It'd be nice for them to win for the people here. How would you describe the margin between Bill Belichick and Andy Reid? As Andy has his best team that he's ever been able to take in against okay. Bill Belichick. You mean like on Sunday or you mean like in terms of career achievements? No, not career. That's, okay, okay. Yeah, that's right. unfair. You I, mean on Sunday? That's right. Um, you know, I mean, look, Belichick has the, he has to. Like anytime you won like what is it, five Super Bowls? Yeah. Like, you know, like there, there's just something to be said for that. Like that, you know, hey, he's the GOAT, right? Um, with Bill Walsh right there. And, you know, Andy Reid's got to – here's the thing. Is, is the gap between Belichick and Reid from a play-calling standpoint, standpoint and scheme is smaller than it is for almost like any coach, right? Like Pete Carroll's up there. Um, I'm just thinking of guys that have like won and, you know. But those two but, matching wits coming up on yeah. Sunday. I mean, look, you give the edge to Belichick, but the, the difference isn't that great, you know. Um, I'm sure that Pats fans have more confidence in – Belichick's ability to manage the game um, just because of Andy's history. He's been a lot better at that here. Like, let's get that straight. Um, but, you know, like, there's a difference there, but it's not huge. It's certainly not insurmountable. I mean, I I think Andy's much better than almost any other coach in football. So, I, th- I think it's I think it's a great matchup. Two great quarterbacks, two great coaches. 
you know, two great organizations. Like, it's everything you could want if you love football. Because I've, I've seen a show earlier today was describing how he believes that Bill has been preparing for this game since they beat the Chiefs back in week six. That's probably oh, I, true. I truly, I, That's yeah. probably true. I mean, you have no idea what they've been working on in practice. I'm sure they've been working on concepts potentially to face the Chiefs. I mean, it's been three months since then. Yeah. Like, Is it possible to take away Tyreek? Because if anybody can do it, it's Bill uh, Belichick. We're about to see. You know, not the way Ty was looking, you know, but, you know, they, they, there's a reason those guys spent a lot of money on Stephon Gilmore. You know, like they – they know what he they're doing. Good yeah, like they know what they're doing. Um, it's a well-coached team. I know that Belichick saved some stuff. They're gonna have something. Like they're gonna make. <laughs> like they might end up just letting Kelsey beat them or something. You know what I mean? Like, or but they're not gonna. I'd be surprised if they just let themselves get beat by Tyreek Hill. You know. Or, they can't really control Mahomes. <laughs> like, there's all kinds of things you can do, but he put a 40 on him. Like, you know, just like, there's only so much you're going to do against playoff Brady. There's only so much you can do about playoff Mahomes. But controlling Ty, I feel like you can kind of do that, but they can't control them all. Not when Damian Williams is running that hard. Not when Sammy is giving you snaps, right? Not when Kelsey's looking the way he looked. The Chiefs are going to score points. But to, to me, I look at this and I and I wonder what the defense is going to do because that now if, I do too. Because if I'm Belichick and I look and see what the Colts defense did Saturday, I think Bill would take that. Oh, what the Col- what the Colts did Saturday, especially especially in the second half where they didn't allow but one score and it was the Colts offense that didn't help. You know what I mean? Like I think he said, "You know what? 30 one catch to Kelsey in the second half, 30 points. Uh, Andy wasn't dialing up his primo stuff in the fourth quarter. Now, third quarter, I do think they were trying to score, but I, I do think there was a, you know, there was a little bit of, okay, we got to save some stuff here, just a little bit of it. Um, I don't think that's a bad point. I think there's some truth to that. But I also think, um, you know, I, if I were the Chiefs, I'd be more worried about how their defense is going to look against the GOAT now that they don't have two weeks to prepare, two weeks worth of rest. Because one man who's going to get the football a lot, and I don't really know how they're going to match up. Can y'all guess who that is? Mr. White. Yeah, James White, a running back who caught 15 passes on Sunday. Well, he did them in the yeah. first game. <laughs> you know, like James White's a really good football player, dude. Like, And, you know, Sony Michelle, this is what they drafted that guy for, somebody who can make you miss in the running game. He can make the first guy miss. And Julian Edelman, when he looks like that, that's three skilled players. That's all you need. You know, that's what the that's what the Saints have. You know, that's all you need to be almost unstoppable on offense in today's NFL. So, um, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs to win this game. But let's let's just make that clear. I I just I think this is Balboa Creed too. I think I think Balboa's Rocky. I think Balboa's Mahomes, and this is it. I think it's his time. But I do think, like again, just like I said with the Colts, they're gonna have to play well to win. Obviously, um, I do wonder what kind of impact the weather will make on the game. I don't like seeing Arctic blast. Uh, cause I, cause it's a wild card. Like it might play in the Chiefs' favor, cause Tom Brady's forty-one, and we know older people, older players, older quarterback, they don't like the weather like that, you know. But you know, I, I just think it's gonna be a fascinating game with a lot of wild cards, and I, I, I know that the Patriots will be well prepared, so the Chiefs are gonna have to play well to win. I, I this, this is the one thing that messes with me, cause I'm gonna tell you right now, you're picking the Chiefs. I told you, you're not. For, from the jump. Well, I've, I, I mean, I've got to be part of what I've said. 
I have said there's only one team mm. in the AFC that I, I will that. not pick the Chiefs yeah. against, and that's this is this is this is Jordan, man. I gotta see I respect Carl it. Malone. I respect it, and and then beat Jordan <laughs> first. I got before <laughs> I pick it, even though I look at it though. Help me, cause I look at it, and we talked about you were talking about the coaching between the two. The, the coaching thing is. Belichick and the and Brady, they've done some small things that's so unlike them. The end of halves, they did it again Sunday, where it was out of hand, but they didn't execute and didn't score at the end of the half like they should have. And the reason why the game's being played here because of yeah. the Dolphins game and how ridiculous yeah. that was. So, I mean, they've done things to where it feels like, I in my mind, I'm like, God, it's Belichick and Brady. Andy Reid has not done some of the stupid stuff it seems like the Patriots yeah. have done, even though in my mind, like, that, wait, that, that wait, part wait. is hard to for me to wrestle with, wrestle with. Wait, but you still get an edge to, to Belichick, though, right? I, I just got it, it, yeah. It's out one of, of those things. Out of GP, right? Yeah. Can, I, can I have some fun with you it. real quick, though? I got to see it. Let me we have some fun with you real quick. What well, we can't do, like, I heard you drop the Carl Malone reference. We, we're not going to compare Patrick Mahomes and Ty Hill, the Stockton and Malone. You know if I'm any, if anything, you know I love making these NBA references. If if anything, you'll like this. It's more like that a '95 Magic. You know, this is Shaq and Penny. All they're right, young guys. It. You know, they they they're coming up. Like it's more like that. And to me, it makes them a little vulnerable. It makes the Patriots a little bit vulnerable. Um, you know, I think Tom Brady's age makes him a little vulnerable, even though Lord knows, you know, they deserve all the respect in the world. I will say this, though. I think Chiefs fans might be getting a little ahead of themselves with there's a lot of like I get the optimism. I get that. But like. I want to ask you guys, are you getting the fact that are fans putting respect on Brady and Belichick's name? Are you getting that sense? I think well, I not by Tom, my Twitter. I Tom sure is. Because by my Twitter feed, I don't really. Where are y'all at? What are y'all seeing? From it's been fans? a mix. I think okay. you get some, and then I think some people, which we discussed today, are to me celebrating the last <laughs> win as if they've gone to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I feel like some people are out of it, but yeah, when they come to the Patriots, because I think it's before this game, people thought, "I I want to see the Patriots. I want to see the and Patriots." Like, nah. Do you? Yeah, I'd rather like, see. Like if I'm a Chiefs fan, I would have taken the Chargers up in here on a sub zero day. A hundred times out of a hundred, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, these guys play in this weather. You know, they play in this weather. They're not going to be intimidated by the environment. I mean, if anything, the fact that we're already seeing Tom Brady is like inventing stuff to be motivated about. Like Tom, like nobody thinks you guys suck. Like nobody thinks you guys are done. Like, yeah, but I can see where Tom is coming from. What? I don't think Tom or the Patriots believe that, but people bury, have buried the Patriots this year. I, I think I can Tom see is where he's. This. I can see where he he's coming up to give himself. I, I think, Tom's a psycho like MJ. He absolutely, oh, he is. He, but they, he is throwing wood, imaginary wood on this. I don't fire. think it's imaginary. I do. I I just, I, dude, the, they've looked bad at times, and people naturally have been reluctant to rip them because they know this team's history. Like even I like wrote this story about the Patriots and like the whole thing was completely couched by the words like respect and you never know in the playoffs and you know like uh you never bet against Brady and Belichick and who knows they can end up in this. and all my column was just like everybody else's. You can't like bet against those guys. That's the goat. Those are the two goats, man. You better respect it. I, I think that no matter what, though, man, we're going to learn a lot about 
this Chiefs team. Yep. And this game is going to tell us everything we need to know about where the Chiefs are going to improve this offseason. You can believe that. At the NFC title game and have a nice little bowl of gumbo when we get back on the Therese Paler show. Oof. What a tease. All right, final chance of the day to win $1,000 in our national cash contest. Here's what you need to do. Text the word SERIES to 72881. That's S-E-R-I-E-S, SERIES, to 72881. Message and data rates may apply. And we're the only station in the city doing this, talking Chiefs, playoffs, AFC title game. And giving you 12 opportunities to win $1,000 in the National Cash Contest from 7 in the morning until 7 at night. Just make sure you listen on the 30s. Your next chance to win is tomorrow morning at 7.30 on Fesco in the morning. Again, text the word SERIES, S-E-R-I-E-S, to 72881. What are you grinning for over there? I'm excited. I'm going home later on tonight. Lala Vic's going to be on TV. Mama Vic. Mama Vic's going to be on TV Quickly today. turn our attention Let's to the it. NFC title game. <laughs> Rams and Saints, uh, one and two, just like over in the AFC. Marcus Peters and Sean <laughs> Payton are meeting up again. Um, your early feel, Rams, Saints, winner faces the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, it's been an interesting year for Marcus. He's, he'll make a play. Marcus is going to make a play. It'll be an interception or a forced fumble. He'll make a play. Uh, might also be ejected at the rate he's going. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think him versus Michael Thomas could be fun. I'm, I'm going to probably end up picking the Saints. Um, Their trio, their triplets is, you know, the Breeze, Michael Thomas, Kamara. I mean, that hey, that's something. That's special. Um, and also their defense is pretty good. You know, I, their defense has gotten a lot better. They get after you a little bit. It's a good football team. At the end of the day, to pick the Rams, you got to believe in Jared Goff in the Superdome in a crazy environment. He might do it because I believe in Sean McVay, but I feel much more comfortable going with Drew Brees, so that's what I would do. Um, You know, I I think the Rams are going to have to be disciplined against the run just like they were this week. Don't know if they're capable of that repeat performance. Kamara and Ingram, that's a great duo. Kamara's outstanding. And then, you know, um, I wouldn't say Peters and Tlaib are the fastest corners in the world, even if they're very physical. So Ted Ted Ginn provides a vertical threat. Thomas is uncoverable no matter who you really put on him. Um, And then Alvin Kamara running routes off the backfield. I don't know who handles that. So to me, you know, I think I'm going to pick the Saints, but I think it's going to be a great football game. And – I know a lot of people are going to be – I know who's going to be rooting for the Rams. It's all these teams that hired the next Sean McVay. No like they're going to want this because then they can sell it even more to their fan bases. But I just don't really see it happening, even though it could. So if you're a Chiefs fan and you're watching that NFC title game getting ready for Chiefs-Patriots, who should they root for? The Rams. Obvi- the Rams. I think the Rams because um, they already put up 51 on them. And they just need the defense to be a little bit better um, to win that game. You know, the Saints have a better defense than the Rams do, at least statistically. Um, and I certainly would fear Drew Brees more in a big game than Golf. You know, Golf is a guy who he's not like Mahomes, where Mahomes makes a lot of, those, again, those second reaction throws off platform. Mahomes is a playmaker. 
don't get it twisted. Golf, like a lot of his touchdown passes, that is scheme stuff. That is because McVay schemed up a shot play on second and nine. Uh, that that looked like a running play they ran a quarter earlier in the defense bit. That's why he makes those throws. It's not like Mahomes, who's like curving balls around linebackers. So there's a difference there. Then you got Drew Brees, who's the pump fake master. You know he he's imminently more ter- infinitely more terrifying in a big game to me than Jared Goff is. So that I think you root for the Rams every day, twice on Sunday. I think that's I think that's right. I think when you look at me, I'm coach quarterback, and I know McVay is is a really good coach. But this is Sean Payton, who's, who's won, won a Super, a Super Bowl, Bowl, right? And, and with Drew the quarterback already. Right. Yeah. Um, here's my thing, though. I, I I think you should lean towards the Saints. Ooh. But their but their offense has been a little. It's 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 almost becoming a trend. Like they they even struggle in the one game here recently where they put up thirty plus against the Steelers. They still even struggled in that game at some points in a Steelers defense that wasn't great, playing a little bit better. But their offenses, this is another 20 they they scored. I know they scored nine against the, the Panthers when they had their guys out. They scored four or, or 14 the last game of the season with the against the Panthers again. I know Drew Brees and them didn't, didn't play, but didn't count there. They struggled against Tampa. Their offense just hadn't been putting up points or putting up the execution like they were in that one stretch. That's the only thing that concerns me because the offense that was playing against the Rams the first game, uh, you haven't really seen that offense from, from from the Saints here in terms of especially points being put on the board. So that's the only thing that, that makes me a little reluctant about the Saints. Yeah, I, I hear you. But does I mean does Drew Brees versus just your secondary terrify you or no? Oh, I, I'm, I'm just – of course, I'm talking about Rams Saints. I'm oh. about that game because I, I do think That's the Rams are going to score. They, I mean, oh, yeah. the score, they went off and scored like hell, but the Saints can't put up 20, in my opinion, <laughs> or, tw- or 12 like point. they get against the Panthers. Yeah, that's or, a good point. You know, I, I, it, I get, it takes Aaron Donald and Sue having a day like they've been playing, and Tlaib wasn't there the first time they played where, you know, Marcus was torched. By, by Thomas, and, and this is from number one fan, Torch by Thomas. Like I, I, I just that's the only thing that leaves me. I, I do come back to quarterback Breeze versus golf, which is a struggle for me to go against Breeze. We'll, we'll give you your opportunity to take on Therese coming up in just about eight minutes from right now. But Therese, one more as we look around the NFL. What do you think general managers around the league learned about Eric Bieniemy? Over the course of these five, six interviews that he did around the league. Well, they're always asking what makes the key to your team tick. Like I like remember we saw like Dave Tobe get those interviews a few years ago. Um, and like they was with the Chargers and the Broncos. Like they're trying to get some information on how how like you're doing things. Um but I, I do think some of them were in earnest. Like I do think some of these teams were legitimately interested in them. Um you know, they're picking his brain about what makes the Chiefs offense go because that the, their offense is kind of ushering in this new era of football. They're also getting to know the guy. Um, provided he doesn't get one and it looks like he won't. This is a huge boost for the Chiefs in next season, man. Like, But next season's it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I would he, think so. I would think so. Here's he the better be. Yeah. I, I don't know how he's not going this time. Well, when I look at the other coaches that have been hired, I well, don't. Well, all you got to do is some of these young cats, if, when they fail, if they fail, it'll get back to normal. You know, this whole – 
this trend has been really something to watch. Um, it's right in line with that piece that you wrote, um, the Wayne Fonts. Yeah, like it. Yeah, like some of these Dig guys a are going to be. Much off this tree. Some of these guys are going to be Wayne Fonts or yeah. worse. And okay, you know, at the end of the day, the water finds this level. Somebody's going to get a really good coach in Eric Bieniemy, just like the Chargers got a really good coach in Anthony Lynn. Chris Richard is going to get it. Yeah, these guys are going deep into the playoffs, coordinating one side of the ball. It, you know, it's funny that they're not being hired, but they they will get their opportunity and they will be even more um even more motivated to make it work. So whoever hires them is going to get a really motivated guy, um really eager to like prove themselves. I'll even use like my career as an example. I mean, I grew up I mean, I grew up in Detroit and I I got I mean, I basically grew up in Kansas City I, right after I got hot, hired out of Howard University in 2006. I mean, I covered high schools here for six years, you know? Like, that's, you know, there are people now who graduate from college and go right to a pro beat, you know? And I spent six years, like, learning the ropes and, like, doing, like, covering arena football and, like, that kind of stuff. And, like, my whole point in, like, going down that trip down memory lane is that, like, you appreciate what you have when you've done that stuff and you do it for a long time. And you never lose a chip on your shoulder that – while you're seeing other people your age, like, get bigger things and, like, you know, you, you're grinding away, waiting for your opportunity. You never lose that chip on your shoulder, ever, like, ever. And for black coaches especially, there's always a sense that they're not, like, just doing it for them. They're doing it for the culture, right? They're doing it for us, right? So they're going to be very motivated to show people, like, you know, I can do this job. I'm going to do a good job. So eventually this is going to work out. It's fine. It's not the end of the world. Like Eric B enemy being spent another year in Kansas city. He's only going to pad his resume more. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I think it's going to be okay with those guys and they're going to, they're okay with it. Like they understand how this goes. And I think that at the end of the day, you know, whenever they do get the opportunity, they'll be even more ready and motivated to prove that they should have gotten those chances a little bit earlier. Protein House, Eat with the Purpose, text line 69306. Your questions for Therese Paler, Yahoo Sports Senior NFL writer. Again, text line 69306. Find them on Twitter, at Therese Paler, or at 610 Sports KC. Your opportunity to take on Therese next. <laughs> The Therese Paler Show with you until 7 o'clock. Jay Binkley and Bink at night coming your way from 7 to 9 right here on your football station, 610 Sports Radio. It is now your opportunity to take on Therese Paler of Yahoo Sports. Protein Housey with the purpose, text line 69306. That's 69306. First from the 816, Therese, pardon my French, but... What the blank is going on with Eric Berry? Oh, I gotta <laughs> ask you that for the 19th straight week. I want to build off a question off of this. I'll let you answer the people's question, but uh, something that my partner brought up last week that I'm I'm curious your thoughts on. But go ahead. What, what, what WTF is going on with 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 Barry? Must just be a pain management thing for him. I don't know. Um, I was surprised that he didn't play last week. I thought this was what he was kind of leaning up to get ready for. So. Um, that tells me that something definitely went wrong. Um, and, you know, whether he plays or not, I think that's probably up to Eric and whether or not he thinks he can handle it. We do know the Super Bowl Atlanta. 
And, uh, you know, I will say, you know, if the Super Bowl is in Atlanta and the Chiefs are playing in it, ain't no way. Ain't no way. You guarantee that. You put the stamp on that. There ain't no way. Like, that is, he will take horse tranquilizers or whatever is necessary. He's playing in that game. That's it. So, So, to build off of that, Vern said this last week. He said he believes the hope for Eric Berry to help this football team is dead. He said, like, the, the hope. I, I, I can't. I'm not, I'm not willing to Yeah, go I can't dispose of that. I, like, maybe I'm seeing too much with the first half of the Charger game. It's hard for me to pull that out. But do you agree with it? Yeah, I, I can't really go there. I Look, I've just seen too much from Eric Berry in the past. You know, um, I mean, he could play in the Super Bowl and make the biggest play of the game, just knowing him. You just – you don't know, and then everyone will love him again, you know. Um, yeah, I, I just – I'm not willing to go there. I get the frustration, though. You wish the guy was playing. He makes a lot of money. I get all that. Um, let's just see what ends up happening. Um, but, yeah, if the Chiefs win this week, whether or not he plays, I you know, there's – boy, it, it, I couldn't imagine him not playing in the Super Bowl. Therese Nurse Jen wants to know if the Patriots lose this mm. weekend, what are the odds that Gronk and Brady do not return next year? I don't, well, Gronk doesn't really look like Gronk anymore. You know, one target in the AFC AFC divisional round game. Maybe they're saving something. I don't know, but, you know. Well, he, he took one play to beat the Chiefs from Gronk. Yeah, you know, and he's capable of that one play. You know, I – I wouldn't be surprised if Gronk retired. You know, he's he's looking like he's one of those guys where I could bet like if you didn't if he couldn't be as awesome as he was, maybe he doesn't want to play. He's made enough money. I, I could see that. Brady, yeah, you know, it's kinda of hard to put out that competitive fire. Like I think Tom wants to play. Yeah, I think he probably wants to play for a long time. No question. Um he just you know, be able to say he could play for twenty five years or something. That, you know, <laughs> that's ridiculous. But you know, or 20 or whatever, but you get my point. I, I just wouldn't be surprised if he hung on for a little bit longer just because he enjoys the competition of it, man. From my cell phone, do you think Tom Brady will invite Drew Henson to his Hall of Fame induction ceremony? Burn, stop it. <laughs> you know he will, Therese. <laughs> and he will embarrass him in front of all oh, those people. All right, anyway, sorry. That's awesome. Uh, from the 816, do you think the Chiefs will have a new defensive coordinator next season? So what we've seen are some really good candidates get snapped up, right? Steve Wilkes snapped up. Um, there's another one. Oh, Todd Bowles snapped up. All these guys from the tree. Didn't so, Pagano go too? Yeah, Pagano's gone. I mean, so like you're seeing like where did Chuck go? I thought he went to that. Chicago. Yeah, he's did Chicago's he? okay. guy. Yeah, so you're seeing some guys get snapped up. Um, I mean, not if not if the defense keep playing like this, you know. Um, I. I've always said that this was a two-year kind of deal on the defensive side um, as far as turning over the talent. Um, I think the only one who knows the answer to that is Andy, but I also think that seeing like Wilk, seeing Bowles, seeing some of these other guys sign elsewhere, is it it kind of makes me think that Bob would be back, I, but I, I don't know. I think the only one who knows that is Andy. You all right over there? Yeah. No, but look, the only one who knows that is Andy. <laughs> Did just throw up a little bit? I he did. did. It, it was, causes it was, me to like to think that if they don't win the Super Bowl, then he comes back. Uh, it, look, it, I don't know. Look, I think the only one who knows that is Andy, man. And even then, it'd be interesting to see who his candidate would be to replace, um, to, to replace Bob. Because he doesn't seem to have the best eye for DCs. I, I oh wanna, no, Jim Johnson, Jim Johnson was, was awesome. Like you know, right, but since I Jim Johnson saying. passed mm-hmm. away, how's it gone? Nah. 
from the 816. Juan Castillo's out there. <laughs> from the 816, is it possible for Patrick Mahomes to be the number one player in the NFL top 100? I think he's going to be. Like, I think he's going to be for real. Like, Well, I don't – yeah, who else would be? I, maybe Drew. I don't know. But I think it's going to be or, – or Brady. But, like, yeah, I think it is going to be. Or he's going to be really close. He'll be the highest chief ever. And um, he's only 23. How cool is that? I, I want to hear – I want to hear how Therese handles this one. I feel like we might get a real thought. From the 620, has Eric Berry earned the right to only play in the Super Bowl? I mean – yeah, I mean, I don't know about earning or whatever, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's his choice. So they gave him the big contract, you know. It's not, this isn't like a matter of want to. I think they're trying to be smart about, like, measuring him out. So whether he got the contract he got. He deserved it. It was a year too late, right? So he's making the best choices he can for he, him and the team. I have a question when it comes to Eric Berry. Knowing this, this team in this league as well as you do, when you give Eric Berry the contract that you gave him, you gave him rare power in this league. When he has that rare power, could the Chiefs at any point before the season or during the season said, you're going under the knife, we're getting this surgery? It's his choice. Right. You know, it's his choice. Right. So, um you know, you can't force a player to get surgery, correct? Not if they don't. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's his choice. So, um, they you can strongly advise a guy, and oftentimes they'll do it. But I think at the end of the day, it's his choice. From the nine one three, how will the cold impact the game on Sunday night? You know, I don't know. I I thought that the cold was going to impact it on Saturday, and it it didn't really. Um, I mean, you're talking about like five degrees or something. Like you know, that's. Ooh. <laughs> I, I think that that could hurt Brady just because he's 41 years old. You know, that could be different. Um, but I think it helps that the Chiefs did just play a bad cold weather game. They'll be confident. I don't think it'll affect them at all. Um, you know, it, it's going to change the game a little bit. But these are two cold weather teams. They can both handle it. Like the best team will win on that day. From the 816, why was Lucas taken out after he has consistently shown he's a really good player? Well, in the past, Bob Sutton's only done that when a player doesn't know his assignments. So um, that or effort, right, is one or the other. So um, he, he won't, like, replace guys like that unless there's something going on. Or he's injured. Like, maybe he's hurt. Who knows? There's all kinds of stuff. But if he's, as long as he's not hurt, it's either the effort or he's, like, missing assignments. I, I, I have a personal one. Of – the as I call them, cat daddy players. I mean the 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 dudes. Besides Patrick Mahomes, in this game against the Patriots, if you had to say, all right, I feel this comfortable about this player of any of these special players that the Chiefs have that will show out and will put up a big game, who would that be? Ty. I feel confident with Ty. Like Ty had a good game the last time. He's just faster than any Patriot. Like they've got good like corners, but he's just you know <laughs> They can't stop him. <laughs> they can try. They might try. They might succeed a little bit. But, you know, you can trust Kelsey. You can trust Tyreek. You can trust those guys to bring it, you know. Um, yeah, you know, you can also – I'm pretty confident Chris Jones is going to play a big role now. in this game. Yes. I think he's going to ruin this game. He ha Well, he has to because if you're going to affect Brady, you kind of got to do it up the middle. And I think that – 
long, I mean, Chris Jones's arms are as long as the day is, you know. So he's, you know, him getting his hands up and like getting in those passing windows is gonna be really important to disrupting Tom Brady, the goat. Final one, final sixty seconds here. Has Mahomes officially earned the Baba Yaga nickname? Well, I'm I'm proud that I came up with that a month ago. I know you uh, are. I can't stop referencing it because it's very rare in this industry that you're that right. Um, <laughs> so yes, I feel real good about it. Um, you like that? That was pretty good. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Gotta yeah, I, I better because no one else would do That's it because right. right? y'all keep receipts on me. Um, but no, that was pretty good. Like so, no matter what happens here. Just know it's a new era here. Even if they lose, even if it's a devastating loss, you still got this guy. He'll be better for it. And who knows? They might win. And I, it's it's they've got the best quarterback as far as like this year in the game. The NFL would love to see him in the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs got a great chance to win. Man. On Twitter at Therese Paler, online Yahoo Sports. Therese, hopefully we're doing it again next Monday, man. Appreciate it. Okay, guys. Because I got to go to Atlanta.